Welcome to episode 470 of Salcedo Paranormal, and tonight I am sharing true paranormal stories from the web. As always, you can find all episodes of the show along with links to social media and other ways to contact me at the podcast page, and that is salcedoparanormal.podbean.com. That's S-A-L-S-I-D-O paranormal.podbean.com. Always happy to hear from you all, whether you have comments or questions or topic suggestions or stories of paranormal experiences. Whether they are your own or from others that you trust, happy to either read those or have you join me on the show to talk about them. Thank you all for listening, whether you are here for the live recording streams on Discord or if you listen on the podcast or YouTube feeds or on the Trouble Minds Radio Network, KUAP Digital Broadcasting. Uh, there you can hear replays of two episodes of the show every night at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, right before Trouble Minds Radio comes on. As always, I want to thank Michael Strange, host of Trouble Minds Radio, as well as Liam Martin, host of the Exile Minds podcast, for producing the show and putting it up on the station. If you'd like to support the show, there are some different ways to do that. You can always share the show with others and rate and review it on your podcast platform of choice. Also, I've written some paranormal fiction and nonfiction books you can check out on Amazon. And if you'd like more more of these kinds of shows, these true paranormal stories from the web, um, uh, that you won't get on the regular feed, you can join the Patreon page. And there are four different membership tiers there, and you will get the extra content on any of those levels. And uh, there will always be at least one episode per month uh, that is released there, and more whenever possible. And uh, I should be getting that next one of those up soon. I'm going to be trying to, trying to always have them out by the, the first Thursday of uh, every month, just to so that I have a, a data to go for there. And um, so you can either go that way, or if you just want to make uh, one-time donations, you can do that through PayPal or Venmo. As always, help is never expected, but always appreciated as there are expenses in making this show. Uh, from equipment to research materials. Um, as of right now, I do a lot of uh, research through just whatever I can find that I can access for free online. And that's good, but also um, there are books out there that I wouldn't mind getting. That uh, To get them, sometimes they, they, they're not... Uh, inexpensive, so, um, but also that that would help. Um, do- donations would help with uh, uh, travel expenses as well, as I will be going to the Mid Michigan Paracon this year, November fourth and fifth, and that is uh, a Saturday and Sunday, and that's at the uh, Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. I'll be there uh, making recordings of myself uh, and uh, anyone else who wants to join me. Uh, on the on the topics that are discussed at the at the uh, Paracon, and um, just the paranormal in general, and or listener experiences as well. So um, happy to make any of those kinds of recordings while I'm there, and then I will share all of that once I get back home. So, um, so I think that covers everything there. Really excited for that. It's finally um, getting close here, and it's only a couple months away now, basically few months total, and uh, yeah, just about two months, actually, a little over two months, 
I remember when um when that was months, so like almost a year away, and I didn't even know if I'd be able to arrange this or not. So really getting excited for that. But um, so I think that covers everything, and now I can get to the stories. Also, the uh, the weather seems to be changing outside, so hopefully we don't get a storm. But uh, if we do, we'll go as long as I can, as always, and uh, work push through it if at all possible. So um, hopefully it'll just sort of blow over and not really amount to anything. But anyway, getting to the stories here. Um, let me see here. So this first one says, I want to share a recent experience I had. About an hour ago, after I finished brushing my teeth in the bathroom, I saw a ball roll past the doorway. The, uh, the bathroom is connected to a hallway. And at first I thought my partner in the kitchen had kicked the ball, or had kicked the ball, period, there we go. I went out to check where the ball stopped, just past the doorframe of my children's room. After returning to put my toothbrush away, I came out again to check. The ball was gone. I realized that I didn't see a physical ball, which bothered me. I asked if anyone kicked a ball down the hallway, but everyone in my family said that they hadn't. The ball was baseball-sized, glassy, transparent like a marble with a dark oil color and a lighter inside than on the outside. There are the edges. I live with my partner and another family member, both of whom had seen something unusual in their peripheral vision the previous night. I don't know what happened, and I am curious as to what others think of this experience. <clears throat> so, that's where that story ends. Uh, it sounds almost like they saw more of possibly an image, maybe even um, the lighter light part on the inside of the thing maybe was actual light, I wonder. And, and if the glassiness was more of light than it was anything solid. Um, just the way it disappeared and everything, and then the way they kind of realized after it didn't really look like it was physical. Um, so that, that is an amazing sighting. And then put that together with the other people in the family, in the house, seeing something else the night before that I'm guessing they couldn't really describe very well. Otherwise, I'm, I would guess that the writer would have put it in there. Um, might have just been they saw something move out of the corner of their eye, their eye, and then they looked, and it was gone. And that can happen just in day-to-day -day things. Our eyes can play tricks on us sometimes here and there. But when there's other things happening, I think it's important to keep in mind that maybe um, that those sightings could have been something as well. I don't... Um, I always wonder if maybe there can be multiple ways for... Basically, the things that you see out of the corner of your eye are, are just for just a second, they can look alike but be different things. In other words, it could be the eyes playing tricks on you, but it could also be, in some cases, something paranormal that you're actually seeing just for a split second, then it's gone. Um, 
as always, like I, I like to say, I, I don't think that there's any one answer to really um, a lot of things, and especially the paranormal. So, um, so yeah, I wonder about that. If there's, and even if let's say the the sightings that the two people have, which is odd in a way, of something out of the corner of their eye, let's maybe write those off. You still have this weird sighting of this object that looked almost like a ball that appeared to roll across the floor, move across the floor. So, um, it sounds like there was one weird thing that happened, and maybe possibly multiple weird things happened in this house. And uh, what they are, I don't know. But uh, I wonder how many other sightings there are like that where people think they see a a ball rolling across a floor, one of those, especially one of those that seems to have, <clears throat> uh, that looks like the kind that has like a light in it. And then they look and it's gone and maybe they didn't actually see a regular ball. They were seeing something that they thought was a ball because it was moving along the floor. And, but it, maybe it was something else. So, um, just some thoughts there, but I don't know. So, neat story though. I'm, Guessing hopefully everything is okay since nothing else really happened. Um, but, uh, yeah, neat story there. Um, I'd be curious about anything else happening after that. So, But obviously you don't get to find out, so hard to say. Moving on to the next story here. This one says, My friends and I rented a cabin in Utah, high up in the mountains, with no air conditioning. So the windows were left open for air. While stargazing one night, my husband and I saw several satellites suddenly forming a triangle shape in the sky. Inside the triangle, the night sky appeared to move slowly along with the lights, as if cloaked. I wonder if it might be a UFO. I was amazed by what I saw, but it quickly disappeared. The area became eerily quiet with no bugs or bats, but many shooting stars and meteors. We went inside, feeling uneasy, and shared the experience with our friends. Later that night, in our room, we heard a high-pitched whistle outside and joked about supernatural beings. Despite our skepticism, we laughed it off and got in bed. I think that's a mistake there, but all right, anyway. After about 10 minutes, we heard heavy footsteps and deep breathing on the deck outside our room. I was paralyzed with fear for about 15 seconds until I was able to get up to investigate. I turned on the deck lights, opened the blinds, and yelled, assuming it was it might be a bear, but found nothing. Despite heavy rain that day, there were no footprints on the deck or surrounding mud. I believe in aliens, but I have no idea how to explain the second encounter. Our friends didn't experience anything unusual, and I felt at ease the following nights. But what happened that first night? 
and that's where that story ends. And um, it's one of those stories where any one of those things is its own, could be its own thing. <clears throat> the uh, the lights in the sky, the way that they seem to form a triangle. I wonder if satellites normally do that. Excuse me. Um, but and then the way the sky looked weird inside that triangle. That's another odd aspect of that part of that story. And then so, but then everything gets quiet which is also odd. You hear about that in other experiences, usually more associated with, I think, cryptids and or even apparitions out in the woods. Um, but, and so everything gets quiet and they go inside. <laughs> and then something appears to possibly be on the, on the deck outside their, their room. But then when, they, when the writer um, goes to check on everything and yell outside, it's gone. So it seems like it just vanishes. So it sounds like they were there was some kind of a window area open just for that part of that night because they say that there's nothing else nothing else happened and everything felt normal the the next couple of nights there. But I wonder if there was something going on. And of course it's hard to know what caused it if it was the lights in the sky if they really were regular satellites. The way they, um, the writer describes them forming a triangle and then sort of the sky looking weird inside that triangle. I wonder about that. I wonder if they were... Here's an, uh, just a weird idea. But what if they were some kind of tech from Earth that were then, like, they, like the writer mentioned, possibly... Um, uh, cloaking that part of the sky for some reason. Uh, and, and, of course, the reason to me would be something weird, some some other craft from, or other entity um, happening inside that triangle. That's where my writer's sci-fi mind goes to with that. But then you have the rest of it. And the question is, is it all connected or is it not? Or is it somehow a mix of all that, where the footsteps and, and the breathing and the whistle was one thing that happened, and the lights and the, the strange triangle and everything, that also happened. But they, they both were happening again because somehow the, the environment changed, the energy changed, who knows. And the the people there were able to to have those experiences but just for that one night before again things changed back uh, it's really hard to know but just the amount of things that happened in that story um that's really quite the amazing story there so uh yeah i just i really wanted to share that one because i have no idea usually you you sort of get one or the other in, in a lot of cases, not all. I mean, there are definitely cases where the different um, the different types of paranormal activity or or high strangeness seem to mix, and it's not something that um, everyone likes to always talk about happening, but it is there. So that's just another example, possibly, of that mixture of everything. So.
Uh, and I'm really glad that... Uh, so when I first started out the show, this couple of years ago, I tried to do... I, I did try to separate things. Because um, I thought it'd be easier, but then I stopped trying to separate everything, and it's a lot more fun now that way, just allowing for anything that I read that is that is can't easily be explained away uh to to be on the show as long as it's not completely negative like I said I don't I don't do that for various reasons but <clears throat> basically just anything that seems um outside of of the ordinary allowing anything like that to be on the show and whenever I find it uh it's really made things a lot more interesting for me for sure uh, nothing else. So, uh, getting back to the stories instead of me going on about the show. Um, let's see here. Gotta find my spot. Okay, there we go. Got it. Uh, this next one says, "I walk to work almost every morning. On my way, I pass by an abandoned doctor's office next to railroad tracks." At a specific point near the doctor's office during my walk, I hear a brief sound resembling radio chatter. And there's the thunder, but anyway. Uh, the sound stops quickly, and I look back but see nothing unusual. I scan the windows for any movement, but I find none. Despite not knowing if it's paranormal, I go on my way after shrugging it off. The doctor's office has security cameras installed. People have passed away on the nearby railroad tracks, and there are rumors of other questionable activities taking place in the doctor's office. Is this paranormal? I don't know. And that's where that story ends. Um, so that one is odd to me because... I've had a sort of a similar but not quite the same experience uh, where I was sitting here in my chair listening to, no, I wasn't listening to anything. That's right, because I was, I was um, uploading uh, a show, one of my shows on, onto uh, YouTube, I believe. And um, so I, I didn't have anything else on. I wasn't listening to anything. But I was sitting there and I was sort of just really relaxed. And uh, I started hearing... And I can't remember the songs now, but I remember I, I, I started hearing um, music, and it was like, it was classic rock. And it was basically a song, and then it faded off, and then a different song started, and I just got this feeling like I, this, this was a radio station that somehow I was picking up. I don't know how, but um, I just realized now that a lot of radio stations now, they have online uh, streams. So I don't know if I was getting radio waves or picking up on just the energy of someone maybe playing the station near nearby, or I don't know what was going on. But um, I wonder if that person was somehow picking up on a station nearby. And, but it was only... Whereas for me, it was something that just came and went. I wonder if there could be a, a, uh, something in the environment that could um, 
focus that the sounds of a station, any given station, onto one spot. Uh, where if you were to stand in that spot and continue to stand there, I wonder if you would still hear it. I wonder if that person went back there and just stood there, how long it would last for. Uh, obviously, I don't know. But uh, really, uh, really neat story there. And I just wonder how, how much we can actually sense and how much of it is us and how much is other factors out there. So uh, those are just my thoughts on that one right there. But I don't know. Uh, getting to the next story here. This next one. Now this is... Uh, because I remember I looked at this one earlier today. This is neat because it's a, a report of multiple events here. So, this one says, My previous job involved operating heavy, mach heavy machinery in a warehouse. The business had two warehouses in an industrial park. One was loud, while the other was quiet. The quiet one is where I worked. Early one morning, while alone, I saw a full-bodied apparition of a gray-haired man in khakis and a checkered shirt. Apparently, three years earlier, a worker who matched that description had passed away while at work in that warehouse. On weekends, I worked alone in another warehouse babysitting manufacturing equipment. I constantly saw a shadow darting through a doorway between the front offices and the work floor. I'm not sure if it was residual or intelligent, but other workers had, other co-workers had similar experiences. Another co-worker experienced a full shadow person manifesting in front of them and then disappearing. Two other co-workers babysitting the machine uh, separately heard disembodied voices, a disembodied voice, sorry, Scream a name, even though one of them was mostly deaf. Overall, the workplace was eerie and filled with unexplained incidents. And that's where that story ends. So it sounds like that whole, possibly that whole area, the multiple buildings, um, were, had activity going on there. And I, I'm just wondering now with machines, all kinds of machines in a place, uh, if that can uh, help sort of generate activity in some cases, especially in, in, in situations where maybe people have passed. Uh, and I mean, who knows what other reasons there might be for other activity, shadows and all those things. Uh, the, 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 the voice shouting a name and having the one worker that was mostly deaf he hear it that is um that sounds like it had to be really loud for them to hear that, so yeah, it sounds like a lot going on there. I'd wonder about the history. I would definitely uh if I could, I would suggest that the writer there look up the history of that location uh if they want to again, sometimes it depends on how interested you are in history and in the paranormal and in and just in um sort of. You never know what you might find that can be good or bad, so you have to always take that uh, into consideration. But sounds like that's an active area. 
But uh, that's all I have for tonight. Thank you all for listening. And I will talk to you all on the next episode of Salcedo Paranormal. Take care.